From Forward, Montana, this is What the Helena. Hello and welcome to the first episode of What the Helena. I'm Izzy Milch and I'll be hitting you weekly with everything you need to know about Montana's 67th legislative session and how it affects young Montanans. Was your New Year's resolution to be a better activist? Then you're in the right place. Thanks for joining us. The legislative session kicked off this week amid a pandemic without any COVID-19 precautions in place. Yeah, you heard that right. We are talking no social distancing, no mask mandate, and no clear plan in place when legislators or staff are exposed to COVID-19, which turns out they already have been. On Thursday, Representative David Beatty from Hamilton tested positive for COVID-19. He is now in quarantine. With Republicans controlling the House, Senate, and our governor's office for the first time in 16 years and heated debate already in progress about how to hold a legislative session during a public health crisis, we know it's going to be a long and arduous few months. Buckle up, friends. This week, public health guidelines went out the window in favor of a panel of party leaders, mostly Republicans, who will potentially respond to COVID-19 issues. The panel met on Friday morning, five days into the session, to begin hashing through the details. The current lack of COVID-19 protocols at the legislature has placed Montana businesses, jobs, and lives at grave and unnecessary risk. Needless to say, this is concerning AF. On the bright side, the session is being held hybrid, meaning there's an option to participate virtually and for the first time ever, Montanans can make their voices heard from the comfort of their own home. If you're wondering what the Forward Montana staff is up to for the next few months, we will be in our pajamas screaming from the virtual rooftops. Here at Forward Montana, we believe in a world where our bodies and identities aren't up for debate. This seems like something we could all get behind, right? wrong, apparently. House Republican John Fuller has already introduced two bills that could have deeply damaging effects on trans youth in Montana, and they're moving through the legislature fast. House Bill 112 would bar trans, non-binary, and two-spirit kids from playing on sports teams that align with their gender, and House Bill 113 would prohibit medical professionals from treating gender dysphoria in trans and gender non-conforming minors. Both of these bills, if enacted, would have catastrophic effects on the well-being of queer and trans youth in our state. They're both set for hearing this Wednesday, January 13th at 8 a.m. Please call your representatives now and tell them you do not support either of these super slimy, harmful bills, especially if your representative is Mallory Stromswald, Jane Gillette, Frank Fleming, or anyone else on the House Judiciary Committee where these bills will be introduced. If you don't know who your representative is, there will be a link in the description where you can find out. We also encourage you to submit public comment, either virtually during the hearing or in writing ahead of time. If you want to comment, contact me, Izzy, at izzy at forwardmontana.org by 12 p.m. on January 12th. The session was barely underway last Wednesday when a terrifying bill, House Bill 102, was heard in committee. This bill removes power from the Board of Regents, aka the decision makers for the Montana University System, and allows concealed carry on our university campuses. 
Supporters of this bill argue it will make campuses safer, while students, faculty, staff, and young people everywhere say more guns will increase the risk of suicide and gun violence. This is not the first time the Montana legislature has seen gun bills like this one introduced, but their fate could look very different this time around. On Monday, the House Judiciary Committee will vote on House Bill 102. It will likely move out of committee and go up for a vote on the House floor. Check our Instagram for an action alert. We're counting on y'all to help spread the word that firearms do not belong on our campuses. You still with us? Starting to feel stressed? (laughs) Yeah, me too. But don't worry, there are good bills too. Senate Bill 4 extends the Missing Indigenous Persons Task Force, which was created last session to address the epidemic of missing and murdered Indigenous people. Here in Montana, Native Americans are four times more likely to go missing than non-Native people. It's an understatement to say this task force is urgent and needed. Check out our friends at the Indigenous Organizers Collective to learn more. And now for my favorite segment. Welcome to Villain of the Week, where we reveal legislators who are out for their own dang self-interest, not yours. This week, it's democracy exterminator, Senator Keith Regeer of Kalispell. As the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, Regeer attempted to silence the public by stating that the committee would not allow us to testify over Zoom. Yep, Regeer tried to limit your ability to participate in the democratic process. Gross. Quote, For 130 years, people have been coming to this building to testify on bills. They rode their horse, their old Model T, but they came here physically to the Capitol. And I've decided not to accept Zoom testimony from witnesses outside the building here. End quote. He proclaimed. Come on, dude. Someone tell Regeer that this isn't the Dark Ages. And it's a global pandemic. Anyways, all of the chairs of the Senate committees decided to allow virtual testimony during the coronavirus pandemic, so nice try, Regeer, but democracy wins this time around. Moving right along to... Hero of the Week. Because we all need a hero, and this week we've got one of the very best, House Minority Leader Representative Kim Abbott of Helena, who swooped to the rescue during Friday's COVID-19 panel meeting. Abbott continuously pushed back on Chair Jason Ellsworth's weak COVID-19 guidelines, which strongly encouraged legislators to wear a mask or stay home while they're waiting for a COVID-19 test. You know, if they feel like it. Not cute, Representative Ellsworth. He did not wear a mask, in case you missed it. Abbott responded with patient but firm insistence on requirements, not suggestions. She weathered condescending accusations of politicizing COVID-19 with grace. And she joined me on this week's edition of our podcast to talk about how the session is shaping up for her. So I'll just jump right in with what is sort of a big question, but would love to hear what you're thinking about. Um, Just how House Democrats are approaching this session. Yeah, so obviously it's a different kind of session, you know, with um, the public health emergency that we're in, um, trying to be safe, um, keep our members safe, keep the public safe, keep our local economies and our communities safe. So, you know, we're approaching this session um, with safety in mind, of course, but we're actually really excited to get to work. Um, We actually have a lot of optimism and a lot of experience working across the aisle. So even though we're in the minority, 
we think that there'll be opportunity. You know, we have um, a number of priorities uh, that we want to push uh, that, that really revolve around expanding economic opportunity and creating good jobs uh, for Montanans no matter where they live in the state. And I'd be happy to talk more about some of the specifics there. But our general approach to the session is to, is to get to work for Montanans. We know that it's been a tough year um, and we want to deliver for our constituents. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I would love to hear a little bit of the specifics as far as which issues you're prioritizing and sort of where these opportunities are that you're seeing. Sure. So um, in terms of expanded uh, economic opportunities and job creation, one of our top priorities is rural broadband. I think um, we know that rural broadband is incredibly important to rural places, tribal communities. It's huge. I mean, FMT folks know how huge it is for uh, equity in education especially after this year. And we think it's long past time that we close the di digital divide. I think you'll see a number, a package of proposals from Democrats that will deliver for communities in a way that isn't a corporate, it really is treating broadband like the critical infrastructure it is and as necessary to you know, economic growth and um, job creation as roads and bridges. You know, we really think that it's critical infrastructure in the same way and that's how we're gonna treat it as a caucus. You know, other priorities are um, really holding the line on our advances in quality and affordable health care. You know, we recognize how important holding the line on Medicaid expansion is. Two thirds of businesses have an employee on Medicaid ex expansion. It's just an enormous part of our economy, just not just our healthcare system at this point. And then looking for opportunities to increase access and affordability through proposals like prescription drug um, price transparency. Um, and then finally, and I know FMT is super engaged in this, you know, we want to continue to be leaders in investment in education. Um, public education is the surest way to grow our economy. It's the surest way to maintain our work, workforce now and into the future. And we want people going through the, the, um, the MST system to be able to stay home, you know, um, and get jobs here uh, in the communities they want to live in. So we're super excited. Uh, to engage again um, in, in education that way. So those are, those are a few of our priorities. I hope that made sense. Yeah, absolutely, thank you. Um, I'm glad to have you up there for us for sure. Um, and a lot of that does affect young people so much, a lot more than a lot of us realize, I think too, as far as Medicaid and things like that. And as far as, uh, yeah, staying involved remotely especially, what do you think are some of the best ways for young people to be involved in this session? You know, I think it's really important that we hear the voice of Montanans from communities across the state. And, you know, we heard the speaker on day one say this will be the most accessible session in history. And I think what he's referencing there is that we will have the ability to participate remotely through video conference Zoom. Um, you know, there'll be, there'll be a couple things you have to do in order to do it, just register to get the link. But I think that your, your folks are in an age group that that shouldn't be a huge problem. Um, and, uh, you know, that's the way we'd like to, to see you all participate. I mean, I know that you guys have always valued creative tactics and I expect that you'll figure out some more creative tactics for this new challenge. Um, totally. Well, thank you. Um, definitely putting a lot of focus for us this year on making sure that people can be engaged because like you said that it is sort of an unprecedented opportunity for people mm -hmm. to be able to participate who might not be otherwise have to. So definitely some yeah. opportunity there which is exciting. Um, and the last thing I have for you is that I would love to ask you a couple rapid fire sort of this or that Montana related questions. Are you ready? 
Oh, no. Are you going to get me in trouble here? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> okay. One way to find out. Let's do it. All right. Yellowstone or Glacier? Uh, glacier. Cows or horses? Cows. Rivers or lakes? Rivers. Oh, I already Ooh. regret that. But that, <laughs> may, that might be where my heart is. I didn't even know until you just asked wow. me that. Crazy. See, this is a fun game because you learn a lot about yourself in the process. <laughs> I know. I'm having a good time so far. Good. All right. Um, beef or bison? I'm a vegetarian. All right. Me too. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, Jester's or the Rialto? Rialto forever. All right. For those unaware, these forever. are bars in Helena. Um, <laughs> I mean, not since March, obviously. Of course. Of course. <laughs> this is, okay. Last one, potentially the most controversial, Bozeman or Missoula? Bozeman, I'm sorry about Ooh, it. Oh, ouch. All right. I know. I know. <laughs> Huge thanks to Representative Abbott for joining me this week. No matter how hard things get during this session, we're glad to have determined and level-headed legislators like Representative Kim Abbott fighting for the health of all Montanans. Thanks. And that concludes the first episode of the What the Helena podcast. Thanks for being here, everyone. You can subscribe to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and soon Apple Podcasts. And you can sign up to get the written version of our newsletter delivered straight to your inbox every Sunday. I'll put that sign up link in the description. Bye.